Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, got a little excited there. Woo! It is great to be with you folks. This is Mr. Slaughter here at the Slaughterhouse. Also, Social Slaughter here bringing you the second episode on the series of Hate. Hate. Yeah, it's 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 an issue that exists quite vastly in our world. Um it's something you can't seem to get rid of, something that we can't seem to, you know, uh ever conquer, but we stand our ground, we stand against it, we fight it every single day. But I do not digress because this is our issue, this is our topic. We're dealing with hate today. And it is a powerful, powerful, powerful issue that a lot of us deal with. I do agree. But good folks, I do say this. Um, there's hope. There's this thing called hope. And it's the second thing we'll talk about after we talk about our second issue of hate. So. Specifically today, I want to talk about um, some issues that I've seen arising around the world and um, very specific things that are causing causing me to um, question where we are in the world. Um, I don't know if you know about this. There was a uh, article that came out, um, a story more or less, came out about, I believe, North Carolina or South Carolina, where there was a Snapchat, Instagram something one of those technologies where students were taking african-american students and selling them and saying what they would be worth on instagram so in other words they were auctioning them off in other words just like the slave trade back in you know the 16 17 1800s and long before then so but this is what students were doing they were literally literally selling other students and not only were they you know selling them they were also making threats of what they would do to them how they would hurt them all these type of things and i'm gonna be honest with you um in definition of uh today's society and everything in the around the world uh, that's what we call hate crime it's showing that literally you are taking a person a human being and because of the color of their skin you are dehumanizing them devaluing them Making it so they don't matter. This is a problem. Now, a lot of people say injustice was done, and it was, but even more injustice does was the simple fact of the student that had ran the site, ran the whole entire operation, was suspended for one day. And that was it. Nothing to do with the threats, nothing to do with the actual, you know, accusations, but the simple fact of they were spreading the ideology of racism, taking their fellow man, their fellow females, and saying, hey, guess what? We not only think we're better than you, we're resurrecting an ideology that should have long since been gone. We're bringing it back. Something that created fear, something that created so much emotional turmoil for your people. We're going to pretend to do it here on, you know, Instagram. I'm sorry, but that is an atrocity, and literally, I am telling you that this is popping up all over the United States. Edmond, Oklahoma, literally had um, gift cards being sold by students that literally said, white privilege, it trumps everything else. 
Like, and they would only sell them to people that were white. This was in our own state. This is where the very thing, the very ideologies that we teach our children to fight racism, to fight hate, to fight for what they believe in. And yet every day we have not adults, but teenagers, young adults who are coming out with these new ideologies of hate and how to, you know, exemplify them in ways that are detrimental to human beings. Where, where are they learning this from? Where are they thinking that it is okay that because you're a different race, you're, because you're a different color, we can treat you unfairly? Who's teaching them those ideologies? Who is? Well, yeah, of course. It's their parents. It's the older adults. It's our older generation. It's people that, you know, have, I don't know lived in a society of hate for so long like i told you in our last hate episode about how literally me and my wife were just walking in a park and a man pulls a knife on on us because of an incident that happened two years ago with a dog to literally pull a knife out in front of children to literally sell human beings as if it's real to threaten their lives and to literally say that because you're not white you're not good enough These ideologies of hate, these that come about are just devastating. Like, they break my heart that here we are every day standing up, standing out, fighting for what we believe in, trying to stop this four-letter word from controlling our society. I just feel like that breaks the hearts of those around us. I remember last semester, um, some kids came up and showed me a um, homecoming poster that had been posted in Kansas City, Kansas, where a guy had made a poster that says, I'm not picking cotton, I'm picking you. Worst thing about this poster was his parents made it for him. And the even crazier part was she said yes. She literally said yes. I'm sorry, that drives me crazy that we live still. Or we should be teaching people about hope, about love, about compassion, about how to make this world a better place. I, I remember when I was a student in high school, um, we had, you know, a good size uh, Hispanic community. Um, within our county and I remember that you know like five six of the kids that were Hispanic that went to our school you know everybody loved them they were great kids people you know thought they were pretty cool pretty amazing but I remember sitting in Spanish class and the Spanish teacher you know telling us why we need to learn Spanish and you know one of my you know students at the time that I was in class with stood up and said you know they need to learn English. We don't need to learn their language. We hate them. All these horrible things just because the teacher said there are important reasons to learn Spanish. And what's ironic is one of the Hispanic students is literally in the class. And that student literally doesn't think, hey, you know, I'm saying this actually about you, your culture, your race, everything. 
You know, it's like they don't recognize how hateful they're being towards this one person because they don't see them as Hispanic. They see them as a human being. But when it comes to the ideals and ideologies of their race and their culture, they can't stand them because that has been impounded in their brain. You know, I grew up in that time period where everybody said the Hispanics were coming to take our jobs, which was definitely not true. But the thing is, like, that's where I grew up. I grew up in a little tiny community where, you know, 99% of everybody was white. I remember when I get to the first time I really had a conversation with a person that was black. All that went through my brain was, I want to make sure I show them the respect they deserve. I was scared. I was terrified to have a conversation with them. Because I didn't want to say something wrong. I didn't want to be rude. But yet I'm also looking and I'm like, I'm 18 years old at the time and I'm trying to have a conversation with an African American who's a human being just like me I even had that not even like prejudice but those ideologies of you know you're different and those created barriers and those things that I had to overcome to realize I'm talking to a human I'm talking to somebody that has passion that has life has desires dreams goals just like me they look different oh dear I look very different we all do. I think that's what gets me the most is that we don't have the time to stop racism, to stop hate, to stop injustice right where it's at. I really want you guys to ponder. I really want you to think. I really want you to try and understand what's happening and what we need to do. We have the ability to stop hate. We have the ability to make a difference. We have the ability to empower everyone around us. The biggest thing that needs to happen starts with you. When you hear it, you have to support those who are being sought out. Those who are being traumatized by this hate. We have to stand beside them and let them know that they're not alone. We have to shut down those who are ignorant. Those who do not know the damage they are doing, even though they may know the damage they are doing. We need to stand up and stand out and say that this place right here and now does not have a spot for hate, for racism, for sexism, injustice. We have this desire for equality. People, I'm also scared. I really am. I genuinely am scared. I don't know if you know this, but my wife is Hispanic. She's from Venezuela, and I have five Hispanic children. My oldest daughter looks very Hispanic, and my second oldest does not. But she's so proud of who she is. She's so proud to have that Hispanic heritage in her life. She's like, why do I have to speak Spanish just to have my friends recognize that I'm Hispanic? They all tell me I'm white. She feels distraught because she can't be who she wants to be, who she sees herself as. She has kids telling her every day, you're not Hispanic. I remember people used to tell me because I love my Irish heritage. I love where I come from. I love who I am. And I remember people used to tell me, why do we even, you know, look at our heritage, our races, our history? 
you know, you're just a worldian. You know, you're an American. You're not Irish. You were born in America. I'm like, hey, excuse me. Hold on one second. I am who I want to be. And my Irish heritage makes up who I am. Just like my daughter's Hispanic heritage makes up who she is. She has the right and the ability to be very proud of her culture, her race, and who she wants to be. But I fear for her. If we are to a point where kids are selling each other on Instagram, we are selling white privilege gift cards, we are literally using racism as ways to ask people out to homecoming, we have a problem. We have to address it. We have to seek it out. We have to find it. And we have to educate. We have to change mindsets. We have to give everything we have. Because if we don't, we're doomed. We literally don't have a chance if we don't stand up and fight right now, right here. Because, guys, this is happening now. Kids are being sold like slaves on Instagram. That's a problem. We have kids coming into my very school saying, hey, Mr. Slaughter, just so you know, I'm racist. And I went, whoa, no. Let's stop you right there. Let's uh, take a few steps back and let's identify what you're saying right now and how we can take care of it. We have to do more. We have to teach our children. We have to educate them to be themselves and to not back down from injustice, from inequality. We need to stand up for those who don't have a voice. Because guess what? The thing is, we're paving the wave right now for the future. I don't know if you know this, but we're going to have more African Americans in our world. We're going to have more Hispanics, more women, more LGBT members. We're going to have more people of different races, uniqueness, varieties every single day. And they do not need to face the hate that we have now. We need to conquer hate. We need to give everything we have every moment of every single day to live life to the fullest so people know that when my kids grow up, they're going to have a place in the world. Yes, they're going to face hardships. Yes, they're going to face struggles. But that does not prevent them from trying their hardest. They give everything they have. They give everything they got on a daily basis. And that is what makes me proud to be their dad. We have to educate our children. We have to believe that we can change things for the better. We have to stop this. It's plain and simple. It's cut and dry. We need to stop hate. We need to stop all the things that are attached to it. And we need to do that by standing up for it and not letting it spread. We need to show that peace, love, and joy we can every single day. Because that's who we are. We are humanity. We are humans. We have passions. We have love. We have blood pumping through our veins just like every single one of us has ever done since the dawn of time. We have faced struggles together. We have faced joy together. We have brought hope to this world, and we will not be denied doing it again. I hope 
all you guys to listen today. Take the mile time to literally sit down, talk with yourself, talk with your friends, talk with your kids and say, hey, you know what? Let's talk about racism and how we can do things to prevent it. Hey, let's talk about hate and how we can stop it. What can we do as a community? What can we do as individuals? What can we do to stand up for our community so that people feel safe, they feel represented, and they feel like this is a home? They feel loved. They feel the ability to be whoever they want to be. We have to start now. I digress because I think, you know, we're getting close to the end of our episode here. But, guys, I really, really hope you take this message to heart and realize that hate has no place. I thought it was crazy last week or two weeks ago when I talked about my incident with my family and everything. And I said, hey, you know, this was a struggle. And everybody told me I needed to get a gun and shoot the man. And I said, what good does that do? Just spreads the hate. I kill him, I go to jail, my kids live without a father, and boom shakalaka, the world just crumbling all around. Violence doesn't solve that. Showing peace, showing love, showing joy, standing up for what we believe in, and standing up for what is right is what makes it worth it. Well, guys, um, if you have any questions, remember you can email us at socialslaughter77 at gmail.com. Uh, we're hoping to get some more advertising coming up here soon. Fingers crossed. Hey, I found a new button. What's this do? Wow. Did not know that. What about this one? <laughs> wow. Hold it. Let me hold it down. I should not be allowed to play with these buttons. Oh, snap. Yeah, that's right. I said, oh, snap. I'm old. All right, enough playing with the buttons, guys. I will see you next week where we will conclude our third part of the hate series. Hope you guys have a great and wonderful day. We'll see you in class or we'll see you around the world or we'll hopefully see you in our emails. Thanks, guys, for all that you do. Remember, go out and be extremely good to each other.